Hello everyone, this is Evangelist James Eves with Watchman Street Ministry here on Repent Radio on Anchor Radio. How y'all doing today, people? Well, we're going to be going into scriptures and in a minute People, y'all don't need to take that vaccine. That could be the mark of the beast. You don't want to. Anyways, that's not what the subject is this evening. We're going to be in 2 Timothy. The fourth chapter. We're not going to do the whole chapter. We're just going to do a few verses. And then take it from there someplace else. All right. Second Timothy chapter four. Well, we're going to pray first. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Yeshua. Please help us to understand your word and apply it to our lives in Yeshua's mighty name. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. I charge thee therefore before Elohim and the Master Yeshua Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in this kingdom. Think about this. Paul saying, I charge thee therefore before Elohim and Master Yeshua Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. So he's going to be judging Elohim and Yeshua shall be judging the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Yeshiah is going to be doing the judging. And then it goes, <clears throat> preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So we're to preach the word and be instant, in season, out of season. Somebody comes up to you and wants to know the truth, you're to tell them. Whether you're ready to tell them or not, you're to tell them the good news about Yeshua. How he died on the cross for them and was buried and rose from the dead on the third day. 
that he wants to give them eternal life if they will repent of their sins, surrender their lives to him, and live for him. Praise Ahia. So we're to be instant, in season, out of season, preaching the word. And we're to be ready to reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. In other words, you got to reprove somebody, rebuke them, you do that. And if they need exhortation, you're to exhort them with all long suffering and doctrine. <clears throat> For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. That's going on these days, big time, with the prosperity preachers and the once saved, always saved preachers. Think about it. I mean, they will not endure sound doctrine because they're after itching ears. They want to hear the good stuff, not any uh, bad news. They don't want to hear reprove and rebuke with all long suffering. They just want the exhortation and to... Uh, Make money off of it. Think about it. That's what a lot of them are. Look at these churches that make the big bucks. And they want to heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They will not endure sound doctrine because... They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear that everything's okay. No matter what you see, no matter what the truth is coming to them, that they must repent. They don't want to. They want to hear good. They don't want to hear the truth that hey, if you don't repent, you'll perish. They don't want to hear that. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. That's right, they don't want to endure sound doctrine. They want to be after their own lust, where they want to think that, hey, we're all sinners, we're all going to sin every day. So there's no difference in my sin from your sin that we're going to be committing every day. So leave me alone. You can't judge me. That's the way a lot of them think. But do you have to sin every day? Does everybody have to sin every day? Well, according to the scriptures, you're told not to sin. You're told to strive. 
and you're told uh, that uh, if you do sin, something worse will come upon you. And it also says in there that go and sin no more. Yeshia was saying that, go and sin no more. And he told one person that if you sin, it'll be worse. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Think about this. People will be turning from the truth. They won't be wanting to endure. That's where it says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, I think. No, verse 3. Verse 3. It would say... Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, but the uh, falling away first. Well, that's what It seems like to me that the uh, what they're saying here for the and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Plus, before that, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap. To themselves, teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fable. Well, these people are falling away. They're not listening to sound doctrine. They don't want it, but hey, we're to preach it, though. And we're to pray for them, and hopefully they'll come to the true knowledge that Ahiah and Yeshia saves. And the only and Yeshia is the only way. But it goes, but watch thou in all things endure afflictions. So it's telling us to watch in all things. Endure afflictions. So we're to, uh, we're to endure hard times, hardships. Anything that happens. And then it says, do the work of an evangelist. Telling people the good news of Yeshua. And make full proof of thy ministry. 
that we're to make full proof of our ministry by ministering to others, letting them know that Yeshua is coming back soon and that they need him in their lives. That he's the only way to Ahia. And to tell them about him, that he's coming back soon, and that we all need to be ready. That's doing the work of an evangelist to make full proof of thy ministry. And he goes, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. That's what we need to do. Just like it says here, endure afflictions. Yeah, we're to endure anything that happens, like prison, like shipwrecks. If a plane crash and we are still living, we got to endure that too. We've got to endure anything that comes our way. And we already know that Satan will try to put all kinds of things in front of us to keep us from succeeding. Because we know that sometime that we are ready to be offered and like he said, the time of, of our departure is at hand. And then we can always say, we have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which Ahia, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So we're to love his appearing when he appears. Praise Ahia. We're to be ready. We've got to be ready for that day. When he does come back. Like uh, Timothy chapter. First Timothy chapter six. Where he goes, uh, we'll start at verse 3. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Master Yeshua Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud knowing nothing. But doting about 
questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men, of corrupt minds, and destitute of the fact of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. So we need to know that gain is not godliness. As the saying, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain. So if we're trying to get rich and thinking that gain is godliness, we're sadly mistaken. Because it's saying here, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So we need to be content in whatever things we've got or we don't have. And for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we cannot, that we can carry nothing out. Think about that. For we brought nothing into this world, did we? Except us. And we were naked. Little babies. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. Nope. Only one would be us. Because when we were born, we were born to die. One day that we would die. But the thing is, with Yeshia in your life, though, you have eternal life. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food... Okay, so we should be happy with whatever state we're in, whether we have a lot or whether we have very little. Or if we have nothing, we're still supposed to be content and to be godly. That's why it's saying, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we cannot, that we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Okay, it's not about having money. Who's got this or that? We're to be content with whatever. Because I'm not worried whether I have a fortune or not here. Because I know one day, hey, we will. Like Sunday, yeah, I'm going to really be content because I'll be with my wife from then on. But what I'm saying here, 
And I praise Ahia for my wife, too, for Louise. I love her. And if you're listening, I love you, Louise. But it says, And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. So if you got food, your belly would be content. And if you have raiment, then in the cold, you'd be warm because you've got raiment on. And it'll keep you warm. And it'll cover your body like it should. That's why I say in having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. That's a scary thing there. Might be why I was never rich. I've always had low-paying jobs, but I look at it this way. Praise Ahia. Everything's good. Because he provides. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lust, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the face and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Yeah, the love of money is the root of all evil. Because with money, you've got power. And with power, you're not going to want to do what the Most High wants you to do. Because you think you've got power, you're going to be like uh, the like Satan tried to talk to, or Gadriel tried to talk to Eve and get her to, well, he did get her to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And that's what would happen here, because, oh, the, you got that kind of money and stuff, you're going to think you've got power, and then, oh, uh, I bought this, I did that. Well, if you look at what happened to Nebuchadnezzar, he had the whole world. He was the king of the whole world. And he goes to bragging, and then he winds up having to be outside for seven years, eating like an ox, and having the dew of heaven all on him, Every night. Think about that. And the higher can do that to anybody. 
to make them see, to make them, to wake them up. To know that he's the one in charge, that he's the one, not you, not me, not anybody else. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Yeah, a lot of people would sell their souls to Satan for money. The thing, though, is they can't sell their souls. But all they have to do to go where Satan will lead them would be nothing. As long as they don't get born again, they're going to wind up in hell. But if they come to Christ and repent of their sins and surrender their lives to Christ, to Yeshua, oh, they'll have eternal life. But thou, O man of Elohim, Flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. All right. Word of flee these things, uh, the love of money, and all these proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and stripes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railing, evil surmising, pervert disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. Okay, and, uh, and the love of money were to Flee these things. And we're to follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. So we're to follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. They hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So we're to fight the good fight of faith. We're to follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness, and fight the good fight of faith, and lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. And then he says, I give thee charge in the sight of Elohim, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Josiah, who before Pontius Pilate 
witnessed a good confession. That thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Master Yeshua Christ, which in his times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and sovereign of masters who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach, unto whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Okay. Think about that. He's saying that we should keep that commandment without spot unrebukable until the appearance of our master Yeshua Christ and then he says charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living Elohim, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babbling and oppositions of science, falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. So people were to fight the good fight of faith, were to lay hold of eternal life, were to be content with whatever we have. If you want godliness, we need to be content. And because it's saying, but godliness with contentment is great gain. The love of money is the root of all evil. Remember that. And if you don't know Yeshua, hey, we need him in our lives. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, 
unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Praise Ahiah. Now, Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Master Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Elohim hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. Praise Ahiah. Luke chapter 24, verses 46 and 47. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer to, and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Praise Ahia Nishiah. And Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Think about that. That's another thing we've got to deny ourselves, take up our crosses daily and follow Yeshua. Only way. I mean, what is it advantage to a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Well, it's hard for man to uh, not want to gain the world. But the thing about it, though, is the love of money is the root of all evil. Just like it said in uh, <clears throat> First Timothy chapter 6. But anyways, it says, uh, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man gain, give in exchange for his soul? People, we must get right with Yeshua and not go after this world 
we should be living in godliness with contentment with whatever we have. Don't be trying to make a fortune to where you'll be selling your soul to the devil or trying to. He'll let you think you did. I mean, he tried to uh, get Yeshia to uh, worship him. He was going to give Yeshia all the kingdoms of this world if he would bow to him. And the world was his to do with what he pleases. Still today. This isn't man's world. We forfeited it. When the fall happened. I mean, uh, again, the devil taketh him up into it. This is Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Yeshua unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship Ahiah by Elohim, and him only shalt thou serve. Think about that. Satan tried to talk Yeshua into bowing down to him, into worshiping him. And that's what happens every day. People will bow down to Satan and worship him. You could say, I don't worship Satan. Well, and you could say that you're an atheist and you don't worship anything. Well, if you don't worship higher, then you're worshiping Satan. We need to repent and get right with Yeshua. He's the only way to Ahia. He says that in John chapter 14, verse 6.
Yeshua saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Think about that. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He wants to be everything to you. He's our provider. He's our help. He's our healer. He's our banner. We need to get right with Yeshua and Ahia, our Heavenly Father. Anyways, y'all have a blessed evening in Yeshua's mighty name. And peace and shalom. And see y'all, talk to y'all on the next broadcast.